Hello and welcome to Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. And today we have a really interesting subject. We're going to be talking about the FMQsmo. Uh, we've had several guests here from the government side, but I wanted to give us perspective from an actual vendor on the marketplace. I thought it would be very interesting. And to do that, we have Carrie Canfield here today. So Carrie, how are you doing? Great, Paul. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, why don't you just start off, um, you know, give our audience a little bit of your background. Sure. I've been in uh, supporting the federal government for probably 24 years now, although I don't like to count that. Um, an ADA member, I don't know for how long, probably 18 years, uh, very active in the market. I currently lead market engagement for CGI Federal. All right. And full disclosure, we used to work together back in the good old days and yeah, we did. It was always a pleasure. Absolutely. So happy to be reminiscing with you today. So, uh, yeah, let's jump into it. Um, so, yeah, as you mentioned, you're with CGI, and, uh, you know, that company is one of the first ones to get on the marketplace. And uh, you have uh, the financial system momentum that a lot of folks are familiar with, you know, one of the big three or four systems that the federal government uses. And that's why we wanted to have you on today, just give your experience of the QSMO, you know, how you got on the marketplace, how do companies get on there, what kind of offerings they can provide that you can provide. I, you know, again, it's just like your pers the perspective from, from, from the vendor side versus the government side, I think will be very uh, informational. So, um, so if you don't mind, I want to just start off with, you know, again, from your perspective, kind of what, you know, what is the QSMO trying to do? Like what, talk about standards maybe, just like what, what, give us a refresher on what the standard, standards that they're trying to get through. Sure, and I'm happy to share our perspective because it's been a very positive one. Um, so Treasury defined the current financial management standards as outlined in the, something called the Federal Integrated Business Framework. Uh, the FIDIS or the Federal Integrated Business Framework, which is a mouthful to say, uh, so I might slip into acronym, acronym mode. Um, the, so the service includes the functions and activities that make up the financial management life cycle throughout the federal government. It includes business capabilities, use cases, uh, the standard data elements that they've defined for federal financial management, and service measures for um, industry to and um, federal providers to adhere to as they relate to federal financial management. Uh, version 2.0 is now active, and Treasury has been releasing the updates um, in December of each year. The FMQSMO office within Treasury is responsible for establishing a marketplace of qualified vendors and providers that can support the current standards. So, right, so going along with that, so this is a good way for, you know, hopefully for them to see their standards upheld. I mean, you know, the, they're basically allowing vendors to come onto the marketplace and that's, and that's part of their, their goal to maintain these standards and the products and services they provide. So it seems like a good way to kind of enforce things from a vendor side, right? Yeah, no, it's been very helpful. So, you know, that makes sense. I mean, so, and you know, we've seen standards, you know, for years, right? Physio and all that good stuff. Um, but I'm interested too, you know, as far as what your view is of the marketplace, I mean, it's a pretty broad scope of services and, and, and products that they're, they're kind of working through this, 
it's mechanism, right? I mean, what, what are some of the big things that you're seeing on this marketplace, especially for you guys that, that you're offering that are out there? Sure. So let's, let's start with what is the marketplace and, and what's the intent of it. So the Federal Financial Management Quality Service Management Office, or QSMO, marketplace is comprised of uh, treasury centralized services, federal and commercial providers um, that provide both services and core FS solutions. I can only speak to my experience as a commercial provider. So for commercial providers, the marketplace is really a special item number on the GSA IT mass contract. To onboard to the marketplace, you need to apply to the special item number. And there's four categories within the marketplace. Uh, they include the core financial management system, additional FM solutions, financial management solutions service adoption and transition, and FM technology operation support services. So the four categories with this, this SIN, um, commercial providers can apply to the IT math SIN in the category that for the service or solution they wish, wish to provide. The intent of the marketplace is to drive innovation and compliance and maximize efficiencies for federal agencies. The end goal, from, from I believe, is to reduce the resources and time agencies dedicate to transaction processing, systems integration, financial reporting, and compliance. So by establishing these standards through the FIBIS, that they're really looking to review the requests from agencies and making sure that they're asking for the services in a standard way that drives out cost over time. The FMQ Smell Office was designated in OMB Memo M1916 to help agencies overcome the challenges with those objectives and to really introduce standardization into the process. So it's basically, like you said, a SIN code, right, on GSA schedule. So mm -hmm. um, is that one code for those four types of services you mentioned? Yeah. So it's one special item number and then four categories beneath it. Gotcha. And the different categories have different qualification requirements. Right. So I guess, you know, the concept of this marketplace it's basically vendors that have gone through the process, have the, the code on this GSA schedule, and then it's up to the agencies to put out solicitations using that SIN. Is that basically how it works? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's not like QSMO is putting out some big contract and you use that. It's still the agencies doing their own individual solicitations. Well, they're advising on the service measures that the providers have, should meet and assessing the performance of those providers post-acquisition. But you're right, the, the agency still issues their request, um, and as long as it goes through the FMQSMO special item number on ITMAS, then FMQSMO is going to be engaged. Yeah, this is really interesting, and I'm gonna ask you about the future later, but I'm just getting my questions in my head because I'm just thinking, you know, if, the, if this is the wave of the future, I mean, because you know, vendors provide these services all over the place now, and they're not using that SIN code, right? So, would mm -hmm. it, you know, would, are we moving towards where they kind of need to have it if they're going to provide certain types of things so they would meet standards and have the kind of the QSMO, you know, I don't know, seal of approval is the right word, but I mean, just high level, is that what you think? Is that kind of the direction things are going? I think that is the direction. 
Um, they're asking providers to qualify to the SIN for both services and the core FS solution um, because they want adherence to the standards yeah. now and as they evolve. That makes sense. Um, the qualification against the standards is important. Yeah, no, that's that's a creative way to, to kind of move things in a direction. I like that. that's very interesting. So, yeah. you know, speaking of, you know, so you are all on the marketplace. Congrats. Um, you know, maybe give us a, some in, insight on, you know, what does it take to kind of qualify? Let's start, start off with just services. Like, you know, what, what's sort of the process to qualify for services on the Kuzmo? Okay. Um, so, so we've been engaging with the FM Kuzmo Treasury Office um, for probably a year and a half, almost, it seems like two years now. Um, so they stood up a series of industry engagement sessions, and we, CGI, participated actively. In fact, we still do, and I would recommend anyone who's looking to qualify for services engage with their industry engagement sessions. Treasury's been very receptive and responsive to our questions and our feedback um, through the last few years as the marketplace concept evolved. The application process itself is iterative, meaning providers can apply to the SIN in their category when they are ready. Um, they initially, or we initially uh, submitted for service packages under different categories. It's kind of a trial balloon. Um, we were the first provider that was awarded for services to the SIN. So we wanted to uh, submit representative samples um, and packages that kind of crossed all the categories on purpose to kind of learn more as we went along. Um, we currently have probably 15 to 20 service packages in re final reviews right now, so we intend to submit more. Um, and that's the iterative nature of the SIM that I spoke to. Uh, we submitted our application for the first four services with all the required paperwork to GSA. And we were told we passed the treasury evaluation as outlined in their materials, specifically the financial management capability framework that you're evaluated against for, for most of the services packages. And, you know, just what are some examples of the kinds of services that, you know, that you, you all got on there or that, that folks would be interested in, in qualifying? So we are currently qualified under grants accounting, uh, strategic business planning, uh, organizational change management, and the operation and maintenance of uh, financial management environment. Not only momentum, uh, but we have past performances and current uh, prime contracts in the O&M of Oracle um, and SAP-based environment. So the operation and maintenance of all financial, our core FS products. And so then going to that piece of it, so then you also qualified for the actual core financial system, right? Yeah, getting momentum as the core financial uh, system qualified was a little bit of a longer process mm -hmm. than the services. Um, momentum was already offered on the GSA IT mass vehicle. Uh, we do not sell momentum through a reseller currently. So we came, as we came to understand the government's direction in the marketplace, we went ahead and put a greater variety of delivery models on our existing IT mass SIMs, both the software SIM and the cloud SIM. Uh, 
we applied and successfully negotiated the offering on those spins. So what, then when the FMQ Smithson opened up, uh, I believe it was January of 2023, we were ready. Uh, we have one product roadmap offered in a variety of ways and a variety of different delivery models. Um, so we did this so our customers have a choice to pick which is best for them. We submitted the same package. So everything that was negotiated and priced on the, the software and cloud SIMs were submitted to the FMQ SIM. So all the terms of service for those offerings were previously negotiated with GSI and we submitted them to the FMQ SIM when we were told that they were ready for evaluation. We submitted then all the financial reports and outputs um, and scheduled our evaluated demo um, of the evaluated use cases. Uh, this required an operational capabilities demonstration that was evaluated. Uh, Treasury publishes all the use cases, uh, but we practiced because it is an eight-hour, you know, no more than an eight-hour demo, and we want to make sure we proactively address any question that may come up. Uh, so we did mock runs of the evaluated demo. We anticipated the questions and we submitted documentation proactively to answer those questions. We then gave a proposed schedule to Treasury for the evaluated demonstration. If it, you know, we looked at the scenarios and in some cases we found if we were repeating things across the scenarios. So we asked, you know, better use of Treasury's time, our time if we rearrange things a little bit. And they were very receptive to that um, and, and appreciated it as long as we were forthcoming. Uh, we knew exactly then how long it would take us to finish each scenario that um, the government requested. And we proactively gave them a schedule that allowed both us and them to take breaks throughout the day. We were notified uh, that we passed the test and it was handed back to GSA for award. I, I really can't stress enough the, the pre-collaboration that Treasury gave us. We, we passed the evaluation with no questions from the government um, because everything was taken care of before the demo actually occurred with that pre-collaboration. Right. Yeah. Important to be prepared. Get, go in there. Yeah. Don't, don't have a, any loose ends to tie up. Um, so, and just a little bit more about the core financial. So, as far as qualifications, so is it pretty much everything, all the modules and capabilities that it entails, or is it you have to like qualify each piece of it, like say an acquisition piece or an asset management or a core, the core GL separately? No, it was one core FS evaluation. Nice. Okay, good. Yeah. So, um, you know, you said, so you guys are one of the first ones to, to be on there, to be qualified for that. So, I mean, there's the other big ones too. There's Oracle, SAP, you mentioned those. I mean, they all have to go through the same process, I'm assuming too? Yeah, they do. Uh, we expect other offerings to apply to the SIN and get evaluated. In fact, we, we really hope that they do. Um, because as I mentioned, we're an integrator of Oracle and SAP Solutions. Uh, so it's core to some of our accounts. Yeah. Uh, so we expect that they uh, will qualify soon. The commercial service provider aspect of the SIN is more than just access to the software, though. 
you must be assessed as a service provider. So it's a different evaluation and assessment beyond just the functionality of the core FS system. Uh, we have others apply shortly. And um, with going back to the uh, the the d delivery style, so how, what ways do you offer the product? You know, software, service, platform. Can you give us a little bit of that insight? Sure. So as I said, Momentum is one product roadmap with different delivery models. We have a software as a service offering in our FedRAMP staffed authorized environment where the cloud environment is owned by CGI and our customers are tenants. We offer multi-tenant and dedicated tenant environments. Our customers, uh, we have a broad range of, of customers from small boards and commissions with less than 30 staff to large departmental level agencies like Department of Justice, Department of State, and the Veterans Administration. We have customers in multi-tenant cloud environments today and expect those to continue, but realize that some customers may want to stay in a dedicated environment. While it's one product roadmap, we have customers that are already in the cloud and have negotiated cloud contracts across their lines of business. So we wanted them to allow them to stay in their cloud of choice. So we have another offering that allows agencies to bring their own cloud environment with negotiated terms for patching and upgrade services. I kind of wanted to clarify just to make sure I understand this one piece. So, you know, currently we have the federal shared service providers, right? And let's just take one of their financial offerings, a system, financial system offering. So you have the treasury arc, you have the interior, right? You have a few, few different ones. Even Library of Congress kind of does it for a few of the legislative branch agencies. So now with with this, is it possible that that you guys could basically be a shared service provider, a commercial shared service provider with multiple tenants and all that, like you were talking about, in addition to these other federal uh, providers? Yes. Yes. And in fact, we do as a commercial provider today. Um, it's just privy of contract. Do they want to go through a uh, federal shared service provider? Or do they want to go through a commercial shared service provider? There's advantages to both models, and it really is agency's choice to determine what's best for them. Sure. No, I, I think that's what's great, though. There's a choice, right? Because I, that wasn't really, you know, something available in the past. And this is, to me, is kind of a breakthrough. This is something that now is truly available. And, you know, if it makes sense, folks can do it now, which is really awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. So uh, just a couple other questions for you. I, I was just curious, again, you know, you have the core financial offering, some services. Um, you know, are there any other, I mean, any other ones that you want to just kind of speak to again? Um, you said grants, or other, other types of services you provide through the through the CUSMA now? Yeah, so um, grants accounting really is advising the government on um, the, the accounting associated with the grants activities. Um, we did that. Again, as a as a service package under the other solutions um, category of the SIN, uh, strategic business planning and strategic advisory, and then of course organizational change um, brings together our, our approach around working with agencies to manage this change of migration or adoption of new functionality. You know, be it whole systems and uh, migrations or things like the implementation of G-invoicing, um, which is key to the success of, 
some of those adoptions. Uh, as I said, we're looking to submit, I think it's 15 additional packages in the near term. Um, and it will evolve as, as we find out more from a competitive perspective and, um, you know, as, as we have time to submit the, the packages. Yeah, I'm curious how many uh, folks are getting on there. I mean, I, you were one of the very early ones. I mean, is there are there a lot of companies that are already qualified or still kind of a low number? Do you know? So there are one, two, three, four, five, six listed on the SMQ SMO marketplace today. Uh, Treasury did do an industry update last week and mentioned that there's another one coming, um, but I don't yet see it on their SMQ SMO marketplace public site. Um, so there's a variety of large um, and small businesses and a variety of solutions and services. Uh, we are the only, Momentum, excuse me, is the only core SS solution that's been qualified as listed on the publicly available site. Um, but we're expecting more services and solutions any day now. Yeah, that's kind of cool to be on the vanguard, though, so... Again, congrats on that. So, and and I guess my last question for you was kind of, again, about the, how do you think this is going to impact the industry, you know, going forward? I mean, we sort of touched on a little bit, but again, any, any further thoughts on that? So the impact um, on the industry really is customer service. I like that Treasury is engaging directly with the service providers um, and they are listening to us in terms of um, impact that we see of change to the agencies. Uh, their engagement has really allowed us to um, submit packages that allow meet our customers where they are and where they need to go, gives them options. Um, the ultimate goal is the data standards and the standard exchange models. Uh, that are stated in the CIDIS, the Federal Integrated Business Framework Requirements. So allowing flexibility for agencies in terms of their adoption model, right, um, in order to meet the goal and drive towards those standards will ultimately drive down the cost across the federal ecosystem and improve operations from a customer service perspective. So I think it might take us a while to get to that, uh, final goal, but I, I think we've crafted a, a, the right path for agencies to choose for themselves how they're going to get there. Yeah, no, I can definitely, like you said, I mean, I think this is going to be pretty important if, if, if vendors that in this space really want to, you know, continue along the path, you know, they're going to have to get, get this in and get, you know, get qualified. I think it's just going to be something expected in the, in the not to, uh, you know, our future here. Um, so you, again, you guys are first movers, but I think there's gonna be everybody coming right behind you to do the same if they want to keep keep competitive and keep things moving forward. So, so yeah, that's pretty amazing. So, yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, I, I appreciate you coming on and kind of giving us this overview from a, a vendor side. Again, like I said, you know, we've talked with some of the Cusmo leaders in the past, and you know, they had like a very positive goal and and view on this. And it sounds like you all are also in a, in a positive flow as well, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm looking forward to the future. 
All right. Well, with that, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. And uh, that was our show. And this is your host, Paul Marshall, signing off for Accountability Talks with AGA.